Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when, well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello, happy, happy holidays. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I am your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. These holidays are going to be great because we say so, (laughs) because we choose so, because every day, happiness is a choice. Every day, even during the holidays. Oh my gosh. It's so funny how sometimes the most stressful moments, the most stressful seasons and times in our lives are when we're doing things that should be the happiest, the most beautiful, and the holidays are no exception. Today we're talking about how to establish and protect your energetic boundaries during the holidays. And I mean as a business owner, as a healthcare provider, as a mom, as a family member, as a leader of your team and of your family, as a human being with all the inundation of everything during the holidays, the expectations, the grandiosity, the busyness, the materialism, (laughs) the demands on you from your patients, your team, your friends, your family, And then the expectations that we put on ourselves. So how do we protect our energetic boundaries? How do we get through the holidays without feeling absolutely run down and exhausted and starting 2023 at a deficit? How do we make it through this time and enjoy and appreciate the magic of this season, be fully present for it, and protect ourselves along the way? And is that even possible? And 100% it is. In fact, without protecting your energetic boundaries, you won't truly enjoy the holidays. It's, It's actually imperative. Enjoying and preserving the magic and the precious beauty of every moment in the holidays requires responsibility, your own responsibility for your own energetic boundaries. Huh. Listen to that. You know, I, growing up, loved the holidays. I actually grew up in South Africa. So South African Christmas looks very different from Christmas in Maine, where I live now. And South African Christmas looked like watermelon and pool parties and barbecues. We call them brais. And being outside. But the magic of Santa, which in South Africa we call Father Christmas, was always present. 
The magic of getting together with family was always present. It seems we share a lot of things as American culture and Western culture in terms of gathering together, bringing family from far, from far, and joining together around a meal. And then sharing in celebrating and loving each other expressed by gifts. You know, it's funny, along the way, things got a little twisted, if you agree with me on this. Gift giving is a beautiful thing. Sharing your home is a beautiful thing. Preparing meals and sharing time together is a beautiful thing. But somewhere along the way, so many of us got caught up in the expectations of what the holidays should look like. I think that for me, a lot of that was derived from a sense of guilt. Guilty, feeling guilty about not being there all the time for my children or the rest of my family, my extended family. And it was almost like the holidays were a time to make up for it. Or maybe you've heard yourself think like, I've got to make this really special. Maybe that sense of guilt isn't necessarily yours, but a borrowed sense of guilt. I feel so bad that the kids have gone through some tough years with COVID. Or I feel so bad that my extended family hasn't been able to get together during the holidays. We've kind of missed having a beautiful holiday for years now. So this one's got to be really perfect. Or maybe it's for your team. You know, now's a time when I really want them to feel like they're a part of something. I'm trying to create a culture in my team who I work with. So I'm going to make this Christmas party very special. What you're hearing in my language are these expectations we build up on ourselves for a quote-unquote perfect experience. And here's the problem with that, is we push ourselves so far, so hard to create and cultivate this perfect experience that we burn ourselves down. It's a very interesting metaphor for what we tend to do for our passions in life, like our work or our family. How can I give so much of myself? I mean, we tell ourselves this is such an important thing. The holidays are so important. This is so important because it might be grandma's last. Or this is so important because it's my daughter's last one before she goes to college. We give ourselves these importances, these meanings attached to the experience that are so grand and so large that they require us to put everything of ourselves into it, ignoring our own needs. Sound familiar? I mean, how many Christmases have I gone through where I bark commands at my children to help me prepare the house for my family, uh, where I burn myself down running around after work trying to get the perfect gift for my team, where I frantically go to different Christmas parties and gatherings with this group of friends and this group of friends to make sure no one feels left out, where I sit for hours writing Christmas cards and exhausting myself. I mean, 
these are just ones that energetically drain me. And that's the interesting question is, what activities are you demanding of yourself that are energetically draining? I mean, we're all different, right? So for you, sitting down and writing Christmas cards might be a really wonderful experience, something that really fills you up. Not so much for me. (laughs) For me, the whole practice of standing in front of a camera with all my kids and my husband and trying to get that one special shot where everybody's pleased and thrilled actually is quite activating. We've had a lot of fights in my family over the years (laughs) trying to get that perfect shot. And it usually comes out as me just kind of getting angry at everybody. And now, trust me, I have seen the opposite. I have seen families who really enjoy that experience and actually find that it's kind of um, connecting for them. They love being in those photos together and all their personalities support in that. For some reason in my family, it doesn't work that way. We find such more intense connection in other ways. But creating family photos for a Christmas card is very activating. So the question becomes around the holidays, what are you asking of yourself that is actually draining you? And where have you put expectations of yourself that really you can let go of? So that's an interesting question about how to protect yourself energetically. So remember what I keep saying is yourself. And interestingly around the holidays, myself tends to be the last person I think of. I mean, isn't that true? Isn't that interesting? We think of the holidays as giving, and it's so much better to give than to receive. Oh, I totally believe that. It feels so good to give. Ah, but I challenge you to remember that there is nothing left to give, or maybe the quality of what you have to give is so low when you haven't allowed yourself the space and time and quiet to fill yourself up, especially during the holidays. We tend to think in the holidays, you know what, I'll just push through. Christmas is in a week. Christmas is in three days. Let me just push through this next week. And what we're doing is wishing our lives away. Another great metaphor for what we tend to do in our lives in general. If you've heard yourself say that, I challenge you, just recognize, is this actually what I'm doing in my whole life? Am I just pushing through to a specific date or specific outcome at which I'll then give myself permission to rest or receive? And actually that date never comes. Because once we get to that one, then we push ourselves through again. Then we push ourselves through again. The key to protecting yourself energetically is paying attention now. So... As we go through these lessons, these suggestions, I'd love you to just see which one fits for you because not all of them will, right? This doesn't mean that everything I say in today's episode will necessarily align with what matters to you because once again, we are all so different. And that's the aspect that's the most important is paying attention to yourself. 
See, we can listen to gurus and, you know, different, uh, read different self-help books and hire coaches. But the most important aspect is paying attention to yourself and hearing and listening to yourself, to your inner wisdom, your inner guidance. And especially around the holidays when the noise gets really loud. I mean, Christmas lights and Christmas music and expectations and running around like chickens with our heads cut off to go to all the events, going to breakfast with Santa, going to the gingerbread house making, going to the Christmas parties for all the offices, preparing for all the families, it's overwhelming. I mean, could you imagine any other month in the year where we put ourselves out socially as much as we do in the month of of December? And it's not even the whole month. It feels like just the first three weeks. We cram so much in, in those three weeks. Is it any wonder we exhaust ourselves? So the first question is, can you pay attention to what you need every single day in the month of December and beyond? But can you pay attention to what you need? So what that looks like to me is every single morning, I ask myself, Taryn, what do you need today? And then I just wait for the answer. And if I hear all the to-dos start listing in my head, I allow them to just flow through and I just wait for the answer and I say it again, Taryn, what do you need today? You know, when I asked myself that question this morning, the answer was very clear. I need to find my own self-worth today. I need to feed myself language of reminding me of my self-worth Taryn, you're doing amazing. Taryn, you are worth it. That was literally what I needed to hear this morning. Sometimes we think we got to look outside of ourselves for that, but we have the power to give it to ourselves 100%. And especially around the holidays, please remember, if you're feeling pulled in a million directions, every other person you're coming into contact with feels the same way. And they all just have better or less effective ways of dealing with it. We're all feeling that way. So expecting that somebody's going to come along today and give me what I need is extremely unrealistic. Let's rather give it to ourselves. So ask yourself, yeah, Taryn, what do you need today? And yesterday, that answer was, I need a little bit of rest. I need to take a deep breath and rest. I need to give myself a little bit of time where I'm not trying to accomplish or do or prepare or make lists or complete tasks. I need some time to just sit and relax, whether that's reading a book, listening to some great music, journaling, going for a walk in the woods. That's what I needed yesterday. Boy, did it work. When I gave myself that permission, I found that energy that I had lost. Because what we find ourselves doing is just running on fumes eventually when we don't listen to ourselves and give ourselves what we need. Sometimes that answer is, I need water. (laughs) 
<laughs> How many of us are feeling enormously dehydrated during this time? And is it any wonder? Because we're running around ignoring our own needs, spending a lot of time in the car, spending a lot of time shopping, spend a lot of time online and in heated areas, drinking water, just feeling dehydrated. Man, that's interesting. Refueling our needs. So giving yourself the permission to ask, what do I need? And maybe it's more than once a day this time of year, my friends. I mean, literally multiple times a day asking yourself, Taryn, what do you need right now? And the most important time to ask that is when you notice that you're stepping outside of alignment of your own values. For example, for me, that is getting snippy with somebody I love. Oh, immediately, I take that as a little flashlight on my, little flashing light on my dashboard, a little data point. <gasps> Taryn, you're feeling low. You're beginning to reach for control. You're beginning to reach for mm, trying to seek validation from somebody outside of yourself. Oh, those two are my biggest awareness moments when I can stop and say, oh my gosh, Taryn, what do you need? What is it you need right now? I think I just need a break. I think I just need to take a step out of the room and take a little break. I think I just need to get outside, shake this off. I think I need to eat. I mean, how many of us forget to eat during the holidays? <laughs> Let's talk about what that looks like at work, right? Sometimes we're trying to cram four weeks of work in three. Perhaps you've decided to take the holidays off between Christmas and New Year's. I know many small practices close during that time, or maybe you've taken a few days off somewhere around the holidays. And so this month, the end of the year, feels very precious in terms of creating or completing work. I know patients will sometimes put a lot of pressure on us because their insurance is completing at the end of the year. We want to try and get in a certain number of days of work. Just pay attention once again. If your social life is ramping up around the holidays, is your work life ramping up as well? Have you tried to put more into the month than it really can hold? Because really, we're just setting ourselves up for failure when we're doing that, when we put such high expectations on the month. <laughs> you know, I remember getting so angry at my accountant for taking time off during December. I thought, oh my gosh, this is the most important time of the year. I need to get in touch with you. It's the end of the year. We need to connect. I have so many questions. I have things I have to get done before the 30th of December and you go on vacation. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. They're just protecting themselves energetically too. Because running, running, running at a frantic pace at the end of the year, <sighs> how can I protect my calendar for my, to support me for my energetic boundaries? Hey guys, I'm interrupting your podcast episode to let you know about an incredible new program that I'm launching in January of 2023. It is specifically for practitioners in medicine and dentistry to help you rediscover happiness and inner fulfillment within your profession and your life. 
I remember what it was like for me when years ago I was so depressed and anxious and feeling like I had created and built a treadmill I just couldn't get off of, pushing through every day and wishing my life away. This program is the how of how to find happiness in your practice and in your life. Because we know that when we feel good, that's when we can do good. Check out thebizofhappiness.com forward slash radical happiness or click the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. So protecting ourselves in terms of our energy on a daily basis personally is a huge one. That's number one. And now we're talking about protecting ourselves energetically using other resources like my calendar. So where are my boundaries on my calendar as to time off, as to time away from the office, as to time that I'm spending with other people? protecting ourselves and not running ourselves dry. So that means literally looking at the calendar and writing it down and seeing, wow, how many nights this week have I made commitments? And is that realistic? Is that what I need? Perhaps you're recognizing I need more time to rest and by myself and quiet with the quiet of myself or my small family. Maybe you're realizing this is very draining. You know, myself, I am a closeted introvert. (laughs) I really like time by myself. I know I come across as being very bubbly and outgoing and I can be the life of the party, but energetically, I need solitude. That's my refueling. I once read something about how true extroverts get fueled from being around other people and introverts get fueled from being quiet by themselves. Well, if that's true, then I'm definitely the latter. So taking a look at my calendar from a very analytical perspective, non-judgmental, non-emotional, but just looking at the week and saying, wow, I've committed to four things this week. For me, I know that that's draining. That's more than half the number of nights this week that I've put expectations on myself and that's too much. So then the next thing is giving ourselves permission to take action on enforcing those boundaries. Whether those boundaries are in terms of your time or your money. Very similarly, we tend to bleed money in December. And that adds to that urgency of needing to make it up in terms of earnings. So see what we're doing is we're exhausting ourselves and then putting greater expectations on higher earnings. Is it realistic to think that we can make as much money, spend as many hours in the office in a shorter month than all the others? Are our expectations real? Are they realistic in terms of what we can accomplish in December? And then recognizing you're actually functioning at a little bit of a deficit. You're spending more money and you're spending more time doing things that might be energetically draining. Hmm. So 
literally doing a calendar audit for me helps. Just looking at it from a very non-judgmental space and then recognizing what do I need. Spending more than half my time in very social situations is exhausting and draining to me. So how am I actually going to support myself? So I actually put in the calendar, this night is for me. This night is for my family. This night is for gift wrapping, turning the music on and just enjoying the moment. I'm literally blocking time so that when someone comes and says, oh, please come to this party, I already have a an engagement that night. And I take it seriously because I'm reinforcing those energetic boundaries. Giving yourself permission to give yourself what you need is so important. And for me, I need to set those boundaries for myself as much as I set them for others. So having clarity over those boundaries in terms of your time, we just talked about, your money, is another thing we just talked about. So really establishing a budget has helped me. My budget is my boundary. (laughs) I create a very clear budget for me around the holidays and that's where I stay. And yes, of course, those moments come up where I think, oh, she really deserves more than this. Or, and, and I listen to that language. And when I do, I remember that the material aspect of this gift is not the value. It's what I care about her. So what I've started doing is whenever I feel that way, I write a really beautiful card. So now the card becomes the value for me. So I've put my heart into the gift, but then I really give the reflection of how it feels, what I want it to feel like in the card. And that satisfies me. For me, that that fuels and fills me when I know that I've sat and given time and attention to that person and not just clicked a button on Amazon and valued it according to its dollar sign. Having clarity with my own boundaries for myself is protective so that I don't get to the end of the month and look at my bank account with fear and terror starting out the year. That's depleting. That's depleting. I can find other ways other than financially putting values on gifts. I can find them in terms of words, in terms of attention and time. And then those things need your boundaries as well. Remember, we can't give everyone in our lives full attention, our attention and our time over the holidays. It's not possible. So then being very kind with our family and our friends and being very clear, let's get together in January. Let's get together in February. Right now, I'm feeling strapped. So protecting our boundaries energetically as well. And then allowing yourself to find joy in the things you choose to say yes to. That's the biggest thing, you know, Yesterday, I had a few more things I needed to go out and buy. And I found myself rushing through the day and just trying to get it done and stopped myself. Literally paused in my car and took a deep breath. For me, breathing helps. (sighs) Why am I doing this? Is this worth my time and my energy? And the answer was yes. And then the second question was, 
How can I find joy in it? I'm choosing to do this now. How do I infuse this moment with joy? I've told myself from three to five, I'm going to go Christmas shopping. How do I make this the most joyful for me possible? So what that looked like for me was I put in some earbuds, turned on some beautiful jazz Christmas music because that's my style, and I enjoyed going shopping. I looked at the things. I felt the, the energy that I wanted to feel doing the shopping. I put that person who I was buying a gift for, it happened to be my sister-in-law, in my mind's eye, and I imagined her, and then I imagined what would be the best thing, what would she love? That became fun for me. Then I was enjoying the moment. I also had to get something else for my daughter, something small, and I was so excited and enjoying it, I realized I found a store I would never have thought of going to because I was just thinking of her and loving her and thinking about how, what the purpose of the, buying a gift for her was. And I came to this beautiful store, walked in. Wouldn't you know, there was a pair of earrings in the shape of a, a, an electric bass. She plays electric bass. I mean, I couldn't have found that. <laughs> I could have created a better gift for her and literally walked into the store and there they were. That energetic synchronization with what would be wonderful for her was almost like magic. Almost like magic. I found the perfect gift. Now, you know, I do have to say another important thing in the holidays is letting go of perfection letting go of the outcome. Could I give that beautiful gift that means so much to me to her and she look at them and say, these aren't electric bass, mom. These are electric guitars, the wrong gift. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And isn't that an important aspect of protecting our energy over the holidays as well? If you have put your heart into something and you're giving a gift to someone, Allow them to receive it they want the way they can receive it. Some of us are not in a place where we can receive gifts. In fact, aren't we all working on that always? And so sometimes we'll get a little resistance or we'll get a little, a little uncomfortable feeling from someone. Sometimes that happens with our team. When we give our, pour our heart into what would be the best gift for my team? I'll never forget one year... Um, I don't remember what the gift was, but I was trying to think of the best thing, the something they would appreciate the most. And I remember thinking, well, you know, at, at the time, I think gas prices were really high. I thought, well, let me get them something small and then let me really give them a great gift that's supporting them in terms of gas. So some like a, a put a lot of money on a gas card for each of them. Did they all appreciate that gift? No. For some people, they just didn't get it and that wasn't. But I had to remind myself, Taryn, this is what you were giving from your heart because you were thinking that would be something very appreciated by them. Let that be enough. Let it be enough. When you've given yourself the space and time to really think about what matters and then put giving yourself an opportunity to feel the joy in the practice of what you are saying yes to, let that be enough. Let it be enough when you've created a beautiful Christmas table and Christmas Eve dinner or a Hanukkah celebration meal and you've decorated it and enjoyed it. 
let that be enough. If it's not good enough for someone else, let that be okay too. Let this season be enough. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if you've put your heart into it and given yourself space and time to really enjoy the moment, I mean, that's everything. Because the only person you can take responsibility for is yourself. And that is why your happiness around the holidays is so critical. Being present for your patients during this time is so critical. They can feel that support. They can feel your presence in the moment, not trying to just rush through. This energy of rushing through the moment, our kids feel it, our patients feel it, our family feels it, and it's most draining for you. (sighs) Take a deep breath. (laughs) Just talking about this is overwhelming for me. I'm going to take a deep breath. Just feel how good that feels. Let's take a nice deep inhale. And an exhale. You know, I honor you just for listening to this during the holidays. If you're listening to this and you've given 30 minutes of your time, that's impressive. You deserve 30 minutes to just focus on yourself, to learn those energetic boundaries. In fact, you deserve so much more than that. So bravo for taking the time. Bravo for taking a moment to take care of yourself. How can you do more of that in your life? Because doesn't it feel great when you do, when you take that nice deep breath in and out, when you listen to what you need and you give it to yourself? Doesn't it feel so much better? And don't you have so much more to give? (sighs) Wishing you so many wonderful moments this holiday season where you can be present and slow time down just a little bit to give that moment to yourself and to the people around you. And, you know, if this has been serving you, if this episode has spoken to you, please consider signing up for my program that starts on January 29th. It's called Radical Happiness for Practitioners. And these tools, but more specific tools and real practices that you can incorporate into your work and into your life to be more present on a daily basis and to be your best for the people around you. That's what Radical Happiness for Practitioners works on. And we look at subconscious beliefs and really understanding how to be present with ourselves and quiet enough to hear what it is that I need in my life. You know, I think that's the one thing that I find with most of my one-on-one clients is how can I trust my intuition? How can I hear that inner wisdom, that inner voice that is the superpower within me? How do I find her? That's what we learn in Radical Happiness. And then also more of this, how to understand protecting your energetic boundaries. I would love you also if, you know, reading the title to this episode, you were hoping for more protection of your energetic boundaries, I'd love to invite you to listen to episode 187 with Farrell Moore. In that episode, she was talking really specifically about protecting our energetic boundaries when it comes to patients, but it works very well to use those same techniques during the holidays with your family. And in my next episode, 
the very one following this one, episode 216, I'm going to be talking about when you're in situations where you're uncomfortable, how to protect yourself in those moments. Maybe you're going to be with a family member that's somewhat activating, how to protect yourself in those moments. So I look forward to seeing you there. And until then, just take a deep breath. If you can, slow it down a little moment and give yourself an opportunity to find the joy in what you do choose to say yes to this season. Sending so much love. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, The Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye.